Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. 
Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Bino, are you pumped right now? There she is. The queen is coming for Titansville's birthday this weekend. She oh, man. found out it was Titansville's birthday and how much of a fan he is of her. And the queen is coming. Outstanding. She should be here for Titansville's birthday. Bill Urbino, are you pumped right now? Tell the truth. I'm pumped, Tony. What a beautiful day out here. How pumped are you right now, Bino? I want to know. I'm super pumped. I'm pumped. I asked a buddy of mine last night, are you pumped? He goes, don't ask me that again. <laughs> so it's going to be a great, great uh, college football weekend. We're live today here at Calhoun's on the River. Laura's on the board today. So, Bino, if you... Have anything to say about or to the board op, you'll be talking to my wife. So go ahead and rip her. I have never in my life ripped a board op, Tony. Bino said it was a rather... Today wouldn't be the day. D-Wayne Light in the house. Bino said it's a rather uneven beginning to the show today. Bino, there's a huge line of folks to get in here today, including these two earlier. Those are the first two that were here today, Bino. See those two guys right there? I do. They, uh, Those two guys right there were... Um, we're here when I got here. Let them in. Open the door and let them in. I've tried really hard this week to talk myself into this game, but I'm going to come from this perspective, okay? Okay. So we're going to celebrate Titans Bill's birthday today, which, you know, um, let's remember whose birthday this really is, as they say around Christmas time. But um, I was talking with Brad today uh, from Calhoun's, Brad Hedrick, and we were, we were talking about just what a thing the Southeastern Conference games. He said, Tony, I got somebody coming in from San Francisco. I got somebody coming in from Denver. I got this, this SEC football thing has become like English Premier League soccer. It's a destination, right? Yes. We have the game of the week in our building this week. Now, I, I don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen. I'm afraid of what's going to happen, and so are you. But Byron over here, his $1,000 no danger wager, he just showed it to us. He's taking the Vols to cover the number tomorrow. I mean, the game tomorrow, and Mike Huguenin's going to join us. The game tomorrow seems pretty easy, doesn't it? 
It's going to be, if you were looking at that from 10,000 feet, you'd say, man, the way the Vols played last week and the way the Vols and the way Georgia played last week, Tennessee has no chance. That's not how college football works. There's no transference in this deal. It's never been how it works. These are, this is a game played by human beings in front of a live crowd where every week is different in this deal. Every week, Bino. As a matter of fact, Tennessee disappearing last week may actually help them this week. If Georgia's ever going to wander in here and not be totally focused, uh, it's probably going to be tomorrow based on what they watched on film yes. all week of, of Tennessee. I want to welcome all these wonderful people that are here at Calhoun's on the River today celebrating another Tennessee football weekend with us. I want you all to know it's an absolute privilege, an honor, and a pleasure to see you today, and I mean that. We don't Amen. take this. Bino and myself don't no. take a minute of this. Not a minute of this for granted, Bino. Never, ever. we got our Titleist rep behind us here, Bino. I mean, yeah. you might walk out of here with something pretty. And he, look, that guy looks good. You, you might walk out of here, Bino, with some decent clothes today. Beautiful. Crying I, out loud. I need a ball with like a beeper on it. You got any of those? Well, I, I don't Tracking know. Tracking device? I don't, I don't know if they make those. Maybe Sir Walter Chapman of the Fighting Chapmans of Cock County. Doc Chapman all those years serving Cock County. Uh, we'll know more about that. But Beanstar, we've got – so I'm, I'm to the point now where I'm not trying to talk myself in or out of anything tomorrow, but I am to the point where I know that we have the signature game in the league in the world of college football tomorrow in our building. They're, they're, and that's pretty good. Yeah, you stop and think about that. That's pretty big. They're all special, but there are certain days when you drive in here on a Friday and you can yeah. just feel the difference. Yep. You can just feel the difference, and, and this is one of those Fridays. Do we have enough team to play with them, Bino? That's my question for you. Do we have enough team to scare them? Do we have enough team to make that thing a, a, a big-time game at the end? Uh, yes. I think we've got enough team to scare them, Tony. I don't know if we have enough team to beat them. Uh, but I, I think we've got enough team to scare them. And everybody, I kind of like to zig when everybody else is zagging. Yep. I think most people think Tennessee's going to get the daylight speed out of them tomorrow. Yep. And uh, I'm not going to join that throng. Um, yeah, I, I, I just, I, I would love to get on here today and yell and scream about how the Vols are going to beat them, but. As long as our quarterback situation is our quarterback situation in a game like that, I can't do that in good conscience, Bino. I'd love to. You'd love to. Yeah. But, 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 but one of the conversations we've had this week, which has been an interesting conversation, is if they had a chance to do the year all over again, would it have been better just to play Nico and just play him, just let it go and live with the consequences? Yeah, I think when we have the benefit of looking back to what's happened to this point, uh, you could certainly make that argument. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't feel like that they thought that was the case coming in. Uh, I, I, I think like Matt Dixon said, that they, they felt like that under Hendon Hooker's tutelage that, uh, that Milton had progressed. Uh, and he played well enough uh, in the Orange Bowl against a, a, a pretty good Clemson defense. Yeah. To hey, hey Bino, there's a dignitary. There's Blair. 
from uh, uh, Winners and Losers, which will come up next. Presented by our friends at Miller Lite. That's Big Blair right there right. On, the, on the ones and the twos. He's kind of a mini celebrity in his own right. But, you know, those guys, we had a, we had a skeleton crew last night. We had C and Lee, and uh, that'll come up after we're done today. But those guys were talking about this game, okay? And they said from a gambling perspective, this is a game you stay away from. Both of them said, when you have a situation like last week where you have one team that looks hotter than a firecracker and they add two stars, right? Yeah. And as soon as you're looking at that, you're going, well, that's a slam dunk. Yeah. That's a slam dunk. Yeah. From a gambling perspective, and then Tennessee looks like absolute dog doo-doo the last time out. Didn't even get off the bus. They said, you stay the heck away from that football game. Yeah. Well, it, it's it's um, the recency bias and and Vegas knowing exactly the human element. Yeah. People automatically the next week are going to say Georgia's going to kill Tennessee. That line is probably three points higher. I, I know people look at it and say it's it's too short. Yeah. But it's actually probably three too high, and you're playing over here in Neyland Stadium. So they're basically giving you six points. Another thing, Bino, to consider, and this is just, you know, is what it is. Another thing to consider is that um, when you look at that, game tomorrow and you consider everything that's kind of swirling around down through the years this has been a zigzag series like you were talking about zigging and zagging and zagging and zigging Mm -hmm. this thing just when you think you have the answers in this series it'll change the questions on you there have been some really weird weird football games down through the years now do i think there's a chance that they truck us tomorrow yes i do yeah so do you Anybody yeah. with a brain thinks that. However, this has been a really strange, bizarre, kind of odd series down through the years. Yeah, it, it is, Tony. I mean, just about every matchup that you look at, Georgia has a pretty distinct advantage in. Just from a straight uh, statistical standpoint, uh, there's the only thing that, that Tennessee does better than them is – stop other teams in the red zone and we're not very good at I mean from scoring touchdowns no. in the red zone and we're no. not we're not good at it but uh I mean they're next to last in the league at it. Uh so you know if if you get down there you've got opportunities to score against this Georgia defense it appears but uh it, it's just the spot. I, the only thing that favors Tennessee is just the spot. How bad they were last year I mean last, last week, week how good Georgia was. Yep. Uh, the fact that Georgia's really only played one true road game, yep, uh, and that's that was uh, at Auburn, and yep. they they weren't real good. They weren't real good at Auburn. Um, when the Georgia fans get here in a little bit, Bino, we need to give them a history lesson. How down through the years they never played anybody. How they built their record and their resume on a bunch of fake wins. You need to really. I don't think that's any way to welcome our Georgia. Well, neighbors. you need to really lay it out there. You need to let your true colors show. I'm not going to let you get away without doing that. Well, I, you need to rip some people today. No, I'm not going to rip any of our visitors today. Well, we're live at Calhoun's on the river. This, ladies and gentlemen, and Hughie's going to join us on the other side. But this is the, and I do mean the. The sports restaurant in America's college sports town. We are right in the shadows, absolutely right in the shadows 
of Neyland Stadium itself and the Tommy Bowl. But this is a, I mean, today out here, it's going to be in the 70s. Yeah. It is the final week of the season. It is going to be in the 70s. Sports fans, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. <clears throat> it is going to be it is going to be in the 70s today, Bino. Yeah, it's stunning. I mean, this is the spot where historically we had always played uh, <clears throat> Kentucky, and generally it was one of the coldest games all year long. It was always colder than the last week yep. of the season for some reason, seemed like. And uh, No, you couldn't ask for a more beautiful uh, weekend and, uh, and day. The great Tom Marine, I want to thank him for helping with uh, Titans Bill's birthday party. About an hour or so, we'll sing happy birthday cake to Titans Bill. And it's going to be absolutely an outstanding time to be had by one and all. We've got a carrot cake here from Nothing Bunt Cakes for Billy. I hope Billy will enjoy it. Bino, are you a carrot cake eater? Tony, I'm, I'm not a big carrot cake eater. When I go to dessert, I don't want any vegetables or whatever carrots are in there. Uh, it's absolutely an outstanding day to be alive and well with the great Titans Bill. The man is turning 70. Man. God has hung, like Steve Spurrier back in the day, God has hung 70 on him. He looks good, doesn't he? Like Lincoln Riley's defense over there. He does good. He looks good. He's sharp. How do you open this thing, Bill? Uh, we got to sign his. We got to go around, pass, pass his card around, and sign his card. But uh, Bill, we're taking care of you, brother. Planning your birthday right in front of you. You didn't see any of this. <laughs> it's a surprise, Bill. Yeah, it's a surprise. As we come back on the other side, Mike Hugan, and what letter grade is that college football degenerate? going to give this weekend and he is a degenerate uh with with the sec basically taking it off i, I can't imagine that he'll give this week anything much better than he, he'll probably still go b and around the country it may be but here it's goodness gracious other than our game no the the real action tomorrow is in the pack the pack conference yeah. yeah and you know what's interesting about about it they have the best league in america by far this year yeah the most compelling let's league. disband it let's disband it <laughs> God's football smart. They're smart. <laughs> smart. As my boy Raj used to say, smart. Brief timeout. We come back with more. We're live at Calhoun's on the River. This is the college sports restaurant in America's college sports city. Simply no. God, look at this place today. How beautiful. The leaves change. I mean, look at it. Look at it. I mean, it's Thanksgiving next week. It's incredible out here. Thanksgiving today. So we continue after this. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. Alert, alert! Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler Dodge Jeep or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. 
This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at CaringHeartsHomeHealthCareLLC.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Need a little extra cash for the holidays? From now until Christmas, Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical is giving you a $500 Visa gift card when you buy select new HVAC systems or receive a $250 gift card with a new tankless water heater. And upgrade now with monthly payments as low as $79. Visit happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the happy face truck today. 
I've got our favorite grocer on the line, Mr. Miles Johnson for Foodland. Miles, how you doing today? I'm doing just fine. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fantastic, buddy. Well, let's uh, let's find out what's going on at Foodland and what great savings you guys have for the next two weeks. All righty. Well, we have cooked shanked portion ham, a dollar forty nine a pound. Sweet potatoes, thirty nine cents a pound. Mrs. Smith or Edwards pies, five ninety nine each. Smithfield spiral sliced ham, two forty nine a pound. Food Club turkey, a dollar twenty nine a pound. Coca Cola twelve packs, two for eleven. And Pillsbury pie crust frozen, two for six, and a whole bunch more. All right, people need to come in and check it out. You always have a flyer right there handy at the door for everybody. So, and these sales run again for uh, the next two weeks, correct? Yes, sir. Oh, that's fantastic. So, anyways, you guys are located right there in West Seventh Street. You're open seven days a week. Your hours are seven a.m. to nine p.m. Miles, you and the staff have a great uh, Thanksgiving next weekend. All righty, same to y'all. Thank you, Miles. Have a good day. Bye bye. You too. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. TB, back with you. It is absolutely an outstanding day to be alive and well. We were going around the room here. We got folks from Savannah, Georgia, Bino. We got a Tennessee fan from Savannah, Georgia here today. We've got folks from Athens in the house. We've got a Tennessee fan that came up from Florida. We've got a guy kind of ambling in here, sort of aimlessly. It looks like he comes from Louisiana. Sort of ambling in here, aim, sort of ambling in here aimlessly. Aimlessly ambling? He used to work with uh, Hughie back in the day in Jacksonville. I bet Mike Huguenin knows who that is. Hughie, welcome in, brother. How you doing? Uh, doing well, but I uh, am a little bit uh, sad that we're at the penultimate weekend of the regular season. Hughie, we are at the penultimate weekend of the regular season, and I give the Southeastern Conference a lot of credit today, Hughie, because unlike past years, only half of their schedule is embarrassing today. That's true. This is sort of the the garbage weekend in the SEC, but there are, like you said, only half are playing embarrassing games, but um, our work isn't done until none of them are playing embarrassing games this weekend. It's, uh, I mean, we give them credit, right? We give them credit for trying and for, you know, ma- making an attempt. Hughie, what grabs you? First of all, what letter grade do you give the penultimate season of regular uh, uh, regular week of the season? What letter grade we give in the card here? Uh, just a B. It's, it's, overall, it's, it's not very good. There are some high-level games, but overall, this is not a great week for college football, which is too hey, bad. B, B now. A man loves his college football. He gives us car to B. It's okay. It's college football, and we've only got two left. We're grading on the curve here. I'll yeah. say this, though, Hughie. The, the action this week, aside from Neyland Stadium, which a, kind of a could be compelling game tomorrow if Tennessee can hold up their end of the bargain, the action really is out west uh, this week. There are some great games in the west. Yeah, Washington-Oregon State, to me, is the best game of the weekend. Um, Washington... And Oregon have legitimate chances to get to the college football playoff. Oregon State um, is going to pose some problems for Washington because of their style of offense. And the you know the best way to beat Washington is to keep their offense off the field. Oregon State's offense can do that because it is a grinded out team. Uh, I can see you know a, a thirteen play seventy five yard drive that takes six forty three off the clock. That's the kind of stuff you do not want if you're Washington. That's what Oregon State does. 
And, you know, a lot of people have. Well, you know, I'm surprised. Brian pointed this out a couple days ago. But Oregon State's a favorite. Yeah. The thought is that Washington's living on borrowed time. They have been for the past month. And eventually you get found out. The other thought is that their head coach is flirting around with the A&M deal. And this is the season where we start to see that kind of madness in this in the sport. Yeah, and, and, and the cracks were showing long before that was even thought of. And now you throw that on top of it, and I'm sure that uh, I'm, I'm still not confident Oregon State's beating Washington. Hey, Hughie, is DeBoer, do you think he's in that A&M deal based on the people you talk to? That, that's not a name that comes up very often. Um, I think there are a heck of a lot of reasons um, to, to hire him if you're Texas A&M. He's been a winner every place he's been. Granted, a lot of that time was at the NAIA level. But his offenses are... Um, extremely potent. They always have been. Uh, he likes to throw the ball around. He's a pretty even-keeled guy. Um, I, I think the Texas A&M media glare would be something that Kalen DeBoer is not used to. I think there is definitely a comfort level for him in the Pacific Northwest. Um, and, again, I, I don't think that he is A&M's top candidate, but I can understand why they would want to interview him. Uh, and I can understand why he would want to leave because there's going to be more money uh, at A&M than there is at Washington in terms of coaching salary. Bino, Jeff. Mike, before we jump into Alabama UTC, which everyone's got uh, on their on their must-see list, uh, outside of the Pac-12, what, it, what Kansas, Kansas State, uh, uh, North Carolina, Clemson, those are the best games outside of Pac-12 action? I think, I think those two are high level. I also think UNLV Air Force. It's quite good. Those are the two teams tied for the Mountain West League. Uh, I don't think either one's going to the New Year's Six because they both have two losses. And Air Force has lost two in a row. But UNLV is a phenomenal story. Um, they, I think they've been to one bowl game in the last 18 years. Uh, Barry Odom is the new coach, former Missouri coach. Um, and the offensive coordinator is a guy named Brennan Marion who has a – he runs something called the Go-Go Offense. He was Texas's wide receiver coach last year. He was Pitt's wide receiver coach in 2021. And he's given a lot of credit for what Pitt did. And when their offensive coordinator left, Narduzzi, for some reason, did not promote Brendan Marion. And Brendan Marion is going to make that pay off this year because he will not be at UNLV next year. What? What is a go-go offense? Bring the listeners up to up to speed on the go-go I offense. I don't know much about it other than it, 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 Mary. He, he he's a former wide receiver who holds the NCA record. Brendan Mary and he played at Tulsa, the NCA record for career uh, yards per catch by a receiver with more than seventy-five catches. That's a bizarre stat. Yet it, 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 it's a legitimate one. He averaged twenty-eight point one yards per catch at Tulsa. He likes to throw the deep ball. He marries, I think, a pistol running game uh, with a with a interesting passing attack. Um, he, it's it's fast pace, up tempo, but he throws the ball down the field. In, in some respects, it, it's it's like hypo. You're, you're taking deep shots, um, but the running game is a little bit different. And it, it's just a, it's we think about what Pitt did in 2021. Um, and, you know, that was the year Addison had that phenomenal season. Well, Addison, his, his position coach is Brendan Marion. 
um, and there was a lot of calls for Pitt to, to promote him. Instead, they didn't, so he went to Texas, and Pitt hasn't been the same since. Hey, Hughie, in this league tomorrow, what do, you, what do you got in that Florida game? What do you think? Oh, I think Missouri wins by two touchdowns. Missouri, I think last week, I think people were still, like, okay, how really good is Missouri? Yes, they played Georgia tight, but come on. And I, I, it's, it's sort of incredible how good Missouri has come in one year. And the, the, the main takeaway for Missouri for me is that Drinkwitz gave up the play calling opportunity the play-calling responsibilities become more of a CEO, yes. and it has paid off. Kirby Moore um, came from Fresno, um, has done a really good job with the passing attack. He obviously is Kellen Moore's brother, former Boise State uh, player, wide receiver. Yeah, maybe I, I've seen him in the, mentioned as a potential head coach at Boise State. Um, but Missouri's offense is quite good, and defensively, you know, even back to the Pinkle days, they they've had good players on defense. Always, occasionally they've had elite defenses. Um, I don't think this defense is elite, but it certainly is quite good. They have good players at every level. Chris Abrams Drain is a really good corner. The Hopper kid can play linebacker. They got a bunch of interchangeable linemen. They attack you. Blake Baker's a very aggressive DC, uh, and, and Missouri, Florida's. Florida has one linebacker on defense who's SEC caliber, and he's out for the season. So if you watch last week, Jaden Daniels, he would he would get matched up against the linebacker and just blow by him. So um, Florida's offense has not been an issue. Florida's defense has fallen apart. I think Missouri wins easily. craziest thing about this week, Hugie, here is the way our fan base has gotten retroactively angry about losing to Alabama all over again. Florida. That, that, or Florida, rather. That was yeah. the result. Of because they keep they see everybody else just getting in line on that Florida bunch, and Tennessee went down there and for some reason kissed their ring. But I want to make a point about uh, Drinkowitz, Bino, and that's this. I, I was trying to explain to my brother the Jersich Jer- guy, whatever his name is, from Oklahoma State, the Penn State hired. James Franklin did not let that guy run the offense that he ran that they hired him to run. Just like Jimbo Fisher had uh, uh, the, the, the uh, neck brace boy foisted upon him, did not let neck brace boy Petrino run Petrino's offense this year. It takes a lot in that profession for a head coach to get out of the way. You can say what you want to say about Drinkwitz, what he, his little stun he pulled with Hypo at the end of the game the other night, all that stuff. He's goofy as he wants to be. Yeah. Looks like he's getting an apple through a picket fence. All that stuff's true about him. But, Bino, at the end of the day, give the guy credit. Oh, yeah, he did let Moore run his offense. And uh, not only did James Franklin not let his guy run his offense, but he decided to let George Hallis run it from what I saw up there <laughs> against Michigan. Hughie, how bad was that Alabama, that uh, Penn State-Michigan game last week? Yeah, your such that, that's not the offense he brought with it from Oklahoma State. And, and, and very good point about Fisher as well. Those guys hired offensive coordinators and play callers, but they made them conform to, to their offense rather than the other way around. Take some components of my offense and put it in yours. It was no. Take some components of your offense and put it in mine. It did not work. The, the Penn State offense was, was abysmal against Michigan, um, and Yersich lost his job. 
it, it will be interesting to see what Franklin, what where Franklin goes next. Maybe, you know, there's a uh, a undercurrent that he's going to the, the last two games. Jawan Sider might end up getting the OC job. Who's the oh my OC, gosh! Because he's been around forever and he's a good recruiter. But, Wonderful. Um, it, it's the point you made about Drinkwitz. There are coaches who don't like Eli Drinkwitz, um, but you, you you're right. You have to give him credit for stepping back, bringing in Kirby Moore, telling Kirby Moore, you know, this is your offense. Um, you know, Kirby Moore coached last year at Fresno um, under Jeff Tedford, and I'll be honest, I, I think Jeff Tedford is a phenomenal offensive mind. I, I think Moore brought some of the Fresno State components with him. Um, and, and, you know, Brady Cook has played a heck of a lot better than I thought he would. The, the running back is, you know, come on, are you kidding me, a Division II walk-on? running wild, and Luther Burden, um, even when he's hurt, if he's on the field, you have to pay attention to him with two guys. He was a burden. So there's a lot of nice things to like about the Mizzou offense, and their offensive line isn't bad either. Hughie, can you imagine in modern college football in 2023 a team lining up on a team and saying, We're not gonna, we are not going to throw a forward pass? For two and a half quarters, and people want to tell me that the high-level college football. I mean, are you kidding me? Right. And I think that was a that was a very good indication that Michigan we're we're, we're quite comfortable doing the most basic thing of all because a we don't think you can stop us. Plus, b even if you do stop us, we're not worried because your offense is garbage. And yeah, and both those things I think uh, bore fruit. Michigan is an extremely physical team. The Michigan-Ohio State game is going to be, oh, my God, epic. Uh, and then also interesting from the Michigan standpoint, you know, all the posturing from Michigan uh, about Harbaugh and then yesterday, oh, yeah, okay, fine. We, we, we meekly accept the three-game suspension. Just leave us alone. So I thought that was interesting. Mike, when – when it was rumored that Tennessee was going to hire Jeff Brom here, I was ecstatic. I, I, you know, we wound up with Jeremy Pruitt, but uh, I was ecstatic when I thought Jeff Brom was going to be a call. And, and I know the ACC is the path of least resistance, but what about the job he's done at Louisville? Yeah, I, I, you know, Louisville's sitting here 9-1. and one. They're in the top ten. I, I don't know how good they are. I don't think they're that good. But they're 9-1 and one and in the top ten. So, and the, you know, you, you play who you play, and they, they've beaten everybody they've played except for one team. Um, his quarterback is Jack Plummer. He's a very interesting case. He was he played for Brom at Purdue, got benched, was not happy about it, left in a huff, went to California, played there last year, and then Brom gets the job at Louisville, and Plummer comes back to play for him again. So I think that was a case of Plummer realizing – I wasn't as good as Aiden O'Connell. Um, I love that offense. I might not really get along with Brom, but I'm going to play for him again because I like the offense. Uh, the, the running back is good, the Jordan kid. Um, they got some okay receivers. But, but it is, I, again, I don't know how good Louisville is. Uh, I'm not a believer, but they're 9-1 and one and in the top 10. So Brom has done a phenomenal job. When you talk about guys who could be coaches of the year, to me, the number one is Brom, and number two is Barry Odom. Um, what Barry Odom has done at UNLV is phenomenal. 
what what Brom has done at, at Louisville is is incredible. Um, it's yeah, it's, you you watch Louisville play and you're like, are these guys really like? Oh my God, they're nine and one, and that's the thing that you can't overlook. They they've beaten who they've needed to beat for the most part, and are going to be playing for the ACC title. The great Mike Hugan and joining Hugie. All right, tomorrow in Neyland Stadium. Talk to me. The Vols in Georgia, a brawl for it all. Talk to me. Yeah, I, I, I mean, the Vols have to play a heck of a lot better than they did last week, obviously. Um, the, the Tennessee defensive line, the pass rush, they, they need to get into Carson Beck's face uh, all, all the time. And, you know, Carson Beck's another one. He, the guy's got phenomenal stats. Georgia's offense, I believe, ranks in the top ten nationally. I'm still not a believer in Carson Beck. Um, I, I don't know. So he, Tennessee has to impact him with their pass rush, and Tennessee has to run the ball. If it, that's the most obvious thing. But if they don't run the ball, they have zero chance of winning. Um, but the, 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 the offensive line needs to step up. The pass rushers need to step up. Um, Pierce needs to have the game of his life. Um, he needs to get uh, up close and personal with Beck um, consistently. Um, Georgia's the better team. Maybe they make a couple mistakes. Maybe the, the Tennessee pass rush gets home more than I think it will, and maybe Tennessee carves off some running lanes. Uh, but to me, this is a game Georgia wins by 10-plus. But, again, the, the pass rush and the, especially the Tennessee rushing attack, it seems basic, but you, you don't want yeah, to count on Joe Milton throwing the ball against Georgia's defense. Uh, amen to that. And Milton needs to have one of those days tomorrow, Bino, where he runs a ball 13, 15 times, sells out. Yeah, double digits for double sure. Double digits. Yep. Will he do it? Well, he's shown a willingness to if that's what they want him to do here of late. So, yeah, I think he will if that's part of the game plan. That was, which the, weirdest thing, that was the weirdest thing about last week is how kind of checked out he was in that regard. Yeah, I think the – I don't. I mean, what was that? Yeah, I, I don't know. From a whole team. The other thing, Hughie, that kind of gives me hope: last three ball games, Georgia's allowed their opponents to score first, which Tennessee has to do. That Tennessee needs the first two scores tomorrow in that building, uh, I think, to really give them a run at it. Yeah, to keep the crowd jacked up into it. The crowd's going to be jacked up anyway. But you're right. If 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 it's seventeen seven going into the second quarter, Tennessee leading, the crowd's going to be revved up beyond belief. If it's the other way, I think the crowd sits on their hands and goes, what are we doing? We can probably leave in the third quarter. Where are we going to go? So um, in terms of post-game partying. But, um, you know, Tennessee has shown at times this year they can do some good things offensively. But to me it's as simple as you've got to run the ball if you want to pull the upset. The great Mike Huguenin, you've been a gentleman and a scholar. I bow my head when I say your name. On the way out, uh, Jim Harbaugh is now free to move about the cabin. It looks like the NCAA brokered that deal with the Big Ten. Uh, and, you know, at the end of the day, a pretty huge scandal, but a pretty good slap on the wrist at the end of the day is what he got. Yeah, three, three games, is a, and he's missing, he missed, ended up missing the two biggest games of the year, Penn State, and he's going to miss the Ohio State game. I still don't think he's back in Michigan next year either. I think he's gone to the NFL. But does he go to Texas? Hey, does Texas A&M go after him? No.
Who's uh, A&M's coach? Who's A&M's coach going to be, Hughie? What do you think? On, 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 I, I, that, that, that's a mis- You talk to people, you get wildly varying things. Uh, I think there is, and and there definitely is an undercurrent of okay, they went big with Fisher. They won't go necessarily as big this time. They're going to be more worried about structure and stuff. You know, I can see you know, Mike Elko to me would be an interesting hire. He worked there. He's had a phenomenal time at Duke. He knows how to. He knows what the Texas A&M people expect. I don't know if that's a big enough name though for some A&M boosters, and that's part of the problem as well. There's a lot of booster interference at, at Texas and at Texas A&M. Well, I'm for booster interference. Booster interference is what it's all about. I'm for the rich guys being owners of these deals and um, wasting their money year after year, wasting their money for under for some for some stupid reason. But Hughie, thank you. You're my man, the great Mike Hugan, and joining. It's been incredible. All right, thanks, man. Talk to you next week. Thank you, brother. Bino, he gave it a B. That's how big a degenerate that guy is. Yep. Yep. Don't have many left, Tony. Talk me into this thing. Great on the curve. Talk me into how that's going to be a game tomorrow. Talk me into it. Go ahead. Uh, We're going to catch them just a little bit off of their game. Right. uh, Because we gave them no reason to think this is going to be a contest uh, this this Saturday based on our play uh, last week. Yes. Uh, And uh, Tennessee's a totally different team at home than they are on the road. And Georgia, as I say, they've only played one real road game so far, and they didn't fare terrifically well in that one. You know, I really felt that Missouri game. I'm still feeling it. Yeah. I don't want to be pouty about it here, but. Well, it is time. I mean, Friday. It was startling to see us look like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the worst performance of the the Hypel era, in my opinion. It's really strange. It uh, It was just a total program no show just an absolute no show sabina we got a guy down below here that's got the eagles kelly green on it's got a beautiful i yeah. mean a beautiful a beautiful beautiful shirt there and he's in from philly b now he's come from philly is this your first time here oh oh great for you guys man good to have y'all are you guys from philly awesome man south jersey awesome man yeah, I grew up in Kennett Square, outside of Philly, so small world. Um, and I call it Philly because that's, you know, that's how we talk. You know, that's the whole. Um, Fidala, Fidala, Philly. Bino, give these guys some advice. What, what do they need to do? Oh, you absolutely want to see, uh, you want to see the ball walk. You, you got to see the ball walk. You want to see the uh, Pride of Southland. You got to uh, see the band the march. You got to see the band march, Come down guys. here early uh, tomorrow and kind of check out the Vol Navy. Yep. Uh, just... Uh, and, and enjoy yourself. It's uh, it's we're not always good, uh, but we do this right. We do. You, <laughs> you better believe it. Nobody does it better. Carly Simon, eight six five two hundred five four zero two. I had some friends that are were in from Penn State. One of them's a professor. They were here for the A and M game, and they they walked away from it and said, "We will be back next year." So I hope you guys have a similar experience. I'm sure you will. Also, in the tailgating end, just walk up to people here. People are very accommodating yeah. and enjoy as much as you can. People will welcome you to their tailgates here as well. So you've picked the right one at Calhoun's on the River on Friday. You guys are at America's Showplace. Now the Philadelphia Spectrum has been torn down. You're, uh, this is uh, the 
college sports restaurant in America's college sports city. I'll tell you what let's do. We're going to take some calls as we continue. Brian, uh, you're on Skype, Brian Hartman. Talk to me. Your thoughts so far being on Skype while Bino's here. You, Brian did not want to come down here today and overshadow Titans Bill's birthday, Brian Abino. Well, I miss Brian. I wish he was here today. Brian, we really wish you were here. We really wish you were here, Brian. Brian Hartman. Brian Hartman, Brian Hartman. Let's go to the phones. Let's get our first call on with us today. Hello and welcome in. Let's just do this thing uh, by mystery here. Hello and welcome into our first call. Hello, and I am about standing on my business. Peggy standing on her business today. <laughs> Peggy, Byron Williams wanted to meet you today. He has the Titleist rep with him. And Byron Williams wanted to meet you today and give you a hug. So you're going to have to do an air hug with him. Air hug, air hug, 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 hug. <laughs> I'm so sorry. My daughter, my chariot. Has got lost in Appalachians. I have not seen her, so you know that's why I'm kind of you know stranded. What, what lost in Appalachia? That sounds like a sounds like a bluegrass song. Yes. <laughs> now what how, what do you have to do to get lost in Appalachia, Peggy? Ooh, not too much. Not too much. You thought, you know you make the wrong turn up there, and you, you know you're going to get lost. Uh, but I and you might not come back from that. I mean, I'm not trying to scare you, Bino, but there are parts of Appalachia. You make a left, you're supposed to make a right. You might not come back. Yeah, I made the wrong turn right there in New River one day. It was good. New River, Bino, where'd you end up? Uh, I wound up uh, on a gravel road, and uh, uh, there was an old boy standing out there, and uh, I said, hey, uh, how do you get to uh, Lake City? And he said, uh, well, it'd help if you'd stay on the damn pavement. Is that what he said to you for yep. real, Bino? And I said, thank you, sir. That's good advice. Hey, hey, a buddy of mine ended up in the hinterlands up there. And Peggy, it's a true story. He had somebody come up from behind his car, similar to yours, and he heard the shotgun behind him. He heard it go, and he said, see ya. See ya. That's when it's time to go. That's when it's time to leave, Peggy. Yes. Well, the birthday boy got there yet? The birthday boy is here. Tom Marine from Smoothie King has brought the cake and the accoutrements. We've got a full carrot cake from Nothing Bunt Cakes, uh, Peggy. So we went all out for Titans Bill today. Oh, and we're going to cut the cake and sing happy birthday to Titans Bill here in a mere matter of minutes. I'm going to let that youngster out there finish his meal first. Once that youngster finishes his meal... Then we're cutting the cake. Hey, you said there's somebody from South Jersey there. It's not Millville, is it? Are you guys from Millville, New Jersey? Peggy's from Millville. Do you guys claim Millville? No, they're close by. What's the what's your uh, what's the tavern up there? You want to get them to Peggy? What's it called? Larry's Bar. Larry's Bar in Millville. You ever been there? Her family owns it. Believe it or not, you can tell by her Jersey accent, can't you? <laughs> I left up there when I was three. When you were three, yeah. Three, well, yeah. Peggy, um, 
That's a few trips hey, around look, the sun, if, if as they say in the trade. If you had a, if you, I was going to say, if you got a limo service, hey, I'm ready to go. I'm like, I'm ready to go. Just send them up here after me. Otherwise, I'll have to see y'all on the next go-round. Hey, y'all, let's give a round of applause to VFL Todd Kelly, who's here today. I said it's great, ha ha, to be a Tennessee ball. Look at him; he's like he can play right now. Bingo. Absolutely. Look how good TK looks. Goal! <laughs> hey, see this guy right here, TK. He's got the right green on. That's a smart man right there. He's wearing Kelly green. Y'all are meeting that's royalty right there. Hey, y'all are meeting royalty in these parts. This is royalty right here. TK's royalty. Looks better than his son. Look Man. at TK. Looks like he can play right now. Unbelievable. That's a lot of peanut butter, Junior. Unbelievable. That's a lot of peanut butter, Junior. <laughs> Peggy, what's going to happen tomorrow in Neyland Stadium? Talk to me. Hey, they need to suit you up, Tony. <laughs> they need to suit you up. Well, Peggy, I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to roll. Hey, one yeah, of... Let's get them excited. Look here. I did come to this conclusion, Tony. It's been a rough week. Still feel kind of funny about it, but here's what I say. Don't we have a big winning streak at Neyland? And we do, Peggy. Ain't that, that's what we're playing for tomorrow. Everything on the table. All in. All in. Dolly's going to be there. Dolly. Come on now. Yeah, Dolly Parton's going to be there. Peggy, what is your favorite Dolly Parton song I want to know right now? She's an eagle when she flies. Oh, my God, that's a beautiful song. I love yeah. me some Dolly Parton. I me love too. her gospel stuff. I love her deep country stuff. I like her commercial right. stuff. I love everything about, I love her bluegrass. I love everything you know, about Dolly Parton. Uh, to the ladies out there, if you don't know it, go online and look. She's put out a line of uh, UT ball stuff, clothes for women. So she's got that going on, uh, some, you know, UT clothes, uh, her brand. Peggy, you're the, Peggy, I almost said you're the man. You're the woman, Peggy. I love you, and I, I appreciate you, Peggy. You're a trip. It's okay, honey. I had to be the man in my family when I was raising the kids, so it's all good. Peggy, I love you. Thank you, hon. Peggy says, protect that house, Bino. That's right. Absolutely. That's a theme tomorrow. What are playing for? Brian Hartman, protect that house, Brian Hartman. That's right. 14 straight. Georgia's won 27 in a row. And they actually have won more than Nick Saban's ever won in Alabama. His longest winning streak there was 26. Can you imagine winning 27 football games in a row, Bino? No. Absolutely. Would you get bored with that? Wouldn't you get bored? Heck no. You Georgia fans are bored right now. Heck no. You're bored. You've won 27 football games in a row. We're going to unbore you tomorrow. I'd like to try about 50 in a row. <laughs> We're going to unbore them, Bino. Uh, Brian Hartman, 27 games in a row? Yeah, and uh, one thing that George is trying to do tomorrow that Nick Saban never did is go 8-0 three years in a row in the SEC. And Nick Saban's never done that, so that's on the line tomorrow. Those are good night. Are they any good? Are they uh, any they're good? Fantastic. They're fantastic, Tony. Uh, Freddie always said if they ever get the right guy, the right guy at Georgia, it'll be a lot more dangerous than than Spurrier going to Florida. Well, Freddie spoke fast. I, I think he's more of a good fit than he's a great coach. I think he's a perfect fit there. 
I uh, I think lots of coaches could win there, but he's taken them to a level higher than they've ever been, probably, and ever will get. Yep, yep. He's he's Coach Slystone there. He's a great fit. He's taking them higher. Yeah. You know, I want to take yeah, they, you higher, as uh, Slystone once said. All right, so one quick comment on Drinkwitz. Yeah. Uh, you know, we we had killed them two, three times in a row, uh, and uh, made them like it. Yep. So he certainly. It, it was certainly his time to the winner of the spoils. They took us to the woodshed, and he had his fun out there with a standing on business. I got no problem with that. He needs to know, though, here next year, we're going to be standing on their throat. We don't have next year. Oh. They're off the schedule. So oh, he man. Knows that. He knows that. Man. They're, they're, they're done. We're done with Missouri oh, for several years. That. I forgot about that. Isn't that funny, Bino? That would be the huh? bet of the year. And, and that's why he did it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and and I'll tell you something about him. He knew he was mic'd up. It was calculated. Yesterday, they asked Heupel about it at his teleconference. He said, I had no idea what he said to me. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. We're staying yeah. on business, Kate. Staying on business, Kate. Staying on business, Kate. I mean, what are you doing? And then ran away. And then ran away. <laughs> I mean, staying on business or, or yeah. what are we standing oh, on? Oh, man, I, I hate that we don't. I, I, it sounded good, though. I mean, out. I'm kind of glad that they're off schedule because I don't care a whole lot about them. But uh, I'd like to play them next year. You mean depriving our fans of a biannual opportunity to go to Columbia, Missouri, Bino? Sit on some rocks. Sit on some rocks in the outfield. <laughs> Good oh, night. I'd like to take him, Frank Beamer, and Dabo Swinney and put him like a cannon and shoot him into the sky, Bino. Three really annoying dudes. Now, I, I do think he's a pretty good football coach. Oh, Florida's here for Titans Bill's birthday. Florida, meet Titans Bill. Go right over there. Let's have a meeting of the minds. A happy birthday. Florida, I want you to have some of, some of this birthday cake. What a crowd Titans Bill's got out oh, here. Oh, my gosh, it's man. It's a who's who? Ty yeah. Kelly's here. That's unbelievable. Want some more peanut butter. Coming in late. <laughs> we come back on the other side. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. It'll be hour two. We've got a full bank. Folks are jammed. Let's do a brief Terrell Owens and then hour two right after this. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Southern Middle Tennessee. WKOM one hundred one point seven FM, Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons and we run his dealership and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233.
American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MemsModernLandscape.com. That's MemsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Neuschen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. Hello everyone, it's Santa here. Christmas is a magical time. From the songs that we sing to the cookies that we'll eat, it's a time of celebration. So why don't you come and let's start the season with singing and cookies with me, Santa and Mrs. Claus, at Once Upon a Christmas at Christchurch, Columbia at 707 Lion Parkway. That's November 17th and 18th starting at 6 p.m. You can have your picture taken with us, Mrs. Claus and I, and we'll eat a cookie too, as well as learn the history of St. Nicholas. So come out and enjoy an evening of fun and help support Crossroads to Home and Combat Vets Motorcycle Association. That's Once Upon a Christmas at Christchurch Columbia at 707 Lion Parkway here in Columbia. You can call 931-540-0898 for information. That's 931-540-0898. Built to win. Touchdown, Alabama! 
Built for championships. Throws intercepted Alabama. Built by Bama. Alabama is still Alabama. The Crimson Tide play here. Join us Saturday as the Crimson Tide take on the Chattanooga Mocs. Our coverage begins at 8 a.m. On your home for Alabama football. The Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Keen and the B back with you on the one, the only. It's your Tony Basilio show. Bino was kicking himself during the break on the uh, Missouri yeah. thing. Hey, Bino, listen. Most people couldn't tell you who's in the Big Ten next year. Most people couldn't tell you how many league games we're playing next year. Most people couldn't tell you what our schedule is next year. I mean, don't don't beat up on yourself. Most people aren't doing a radio show. <laughs> <laughs> Too shady, you. So the lane train just came by, and there were no big wins on it. No big wins on the lane train. Just came by a moment ago. Here went by fast. Wasn't hauling a whole lot, was it? No, it was not. Not a lot. A lot of content. Um, Bino, we got so many dignitaries out here today. Oh, it's unbelievable. Kyle Blackburn's in the house. I told Kyle, I don't think I've seen Kyle since they canceled the SEC basketball tournament. That. <laughs> wow, in 2020? I don't think I've seen him since Wow. Then. It's good to see Kyle. Billy Jarvis is in the house looking good. Billy J. And hundreds and hundreds of the Living Vol fan are here today. And a few Georgia fans as well. We welcome everybody. Yes. I hope we have a great weekend. Yes. Watching some, uh, I hope we see a great game tomorrow, you know. I, I don't know if that's. Should be my spirit here, but sure. Do our part. Just do our part. Do out our here part. Tomorrow. Let's make that thing a great game and take it to the end. Let's go to the phones. I'll tell you this. If the game's close tomorrow, okay, the Vols will pull that game out if that thing's close. One score game in the fourth quarter, Tennessee will win that game. If Georgia lets them in that thing with that crowd in that building, the 13 straight, the, the level of belief. The fact that that's turned into a magical place. If the Vols will let it be magical tomorrow, it can be magical. Now, I, I believe that to be true, Tony. But now, you, you is for you. This is for you. Yeah. Is is Joe going to be playing quarterback at that time of the game? Back to the phones <laughs> we go. Let's get our next call in. Maybe Nico. Maybe Nico. <clears throat> Maybe Nico. Hello and welcome into our next call. Live at the show place where Calhoun's on the river. Hello. Hey, Tony. Hey, welcome in. Joshy boy. Hey, Wingzo. What's hey, up, Joshy boy? Joshy boy. What up, Bino? Sound like you got a cold, Josh. No, I'm good. Tony, uh, you you want to know how degenerate I was? Uh, guess what I took in that Thursday night football game last night in that NFL game. Hit it. Longest field goal made over 47 and a half yards. Did you get it? Yep. Hit Beautiful, man. Yarder. Tucker yeah. hit it. <laughs> hey, old Tucker is... Uh... No, it was uh, it was uh, Evan Shooter McPherson who hit it. Woo! Shooter McPherson. How but, about uh, the Bengalis? 
How about in the NFL, they can't keep quarterbacks on the field, Dino? Yeah. That is a Sad. endemic deal with the NFL product. Yeah. It is nothing but XFL and USFL-level quarterbacks out there week after week. That's a good play, Joshy boy. Yeah, Josh. Yeah, it was. But, uh, Tony, did you hear where Michigan fired their linebackers coach? Oh, is that the latest? I have not seen that. No. What, did that have something to do with the sign-stealing stuff? I do. Certainly not because of performance on the defensive side, right? No. Sounds interesting. Yeah, very interesting about this sign-stealing. Tony, I think the reason Ohio State turned in Michigan is because Ryan Day and Ohio State, they uh, they got fed up with Michigan beating them the last two years, and uh, that's why I think they turned them in for this science doing stuff. And uh, Jim Harbaugh in Michigan basically gave them the middle finger. Bino, when you when when you're because you call them Yankee Bama in that league, yeah. are you convinced Ohio State runs that league the way Alabama runs this one, Bino? I am. And do you think he's probably right? Uh, I think Ohio State's fingerprints are all over that. Yes. When they swung that pendulum and yeah. started beating them, Absolutely. you don't think that's happenstance? Absolutely. I, 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 I certainly think that's why uh, the Big Ten jumps in there. Basically, maybe, and obviously Michigan was doing something wrong and doing it blatantly about like the Astros were. Yeah. Not like they've invented it, but they were just doing it blatantly. Uh, I don't believe there's any doubt that Ohio State's influence is the reason that the Big Ten jumped in there immediately. And now, to do now Nashville Lee, who's up next with winners and losers, along with Mr. C, had a really embarrassing take on here yesterday on that, where he tried to tell me, because if you look at before the sign stealing and after the sign stealing, before the sign stealing, it looked like Jeremy Pruitt's record, okay, at Michigan. <laughs> After the sign stealing, it looks like Nick Saban or Kirby Smart in the last three years. Now, Nashville Lee wants to tell me that that's just happenstance. That's just coincidental. Bino, he embarrassed himself on well, here yesterday. I, I, I heard, Where are you going to go I, with that? I heard the call, Tony, and I think that I, I, Tennessee Lee can talk about this when he comes on, but I think he was more trying to defend – Harbaugh's honor in that he is an elite college football coach. I don't believe there's any doubt he's an elite college football coach. And they weren't far off before. He embarrassed now, himself. It, it doesn't yeah. take much. He embarrassed himself. It, I felt badly for the guy. It's obvious that the sign-stealing has helped them because they didn't have very far to go to get to the point where they're at. And that was the last piece. Hey, Tone. On uh, to the basketball situation, our rebounding really worries me. Come March, that's the the reason why or why not Tennessee might make it far is uh, their rebounding because that's really hey. a concern, don't you think? Hey, Joshy boy, what, yeah. what month is this? November. Okay, so I got December. But, uh, hey, hang on. I got December, I got January, and I got February. And I'm playing Georgia tomorrow in Neyland Stadium. I'm worried about my basketball rebounding. Who do you, what do you? Well, I just clapped at him, Bino, because he deserved it. 
Zach Eadie's going to have 40 rebounds against us next week. Zach Eadie couldn't walk and chew gum at the same freaking time. <laughs> Zach Eadie, somebody needs to take a couple of bolts and put them on the side of his neck, and he can play on a redo of the Monsters. <laughs> Give me but, a uh, break. Paul McKeskey Tom, wants his gimmick back. Tom, what are you saying? Tennessee and Tim Banks are going to draw on defense to make life confusing for Carson Beck and Georgia on offense tomorrow. Bino, I love Tim Banks. He got named for the um, finalist for the Broyles Award two days after that performance against Missouri. I thought maybe that was I, I thought maybe they'd made a mistake and it was the Broiled Award. <laughs> <laughs> the Broiled Award. Broiled. <laughs> I love me some Bino, y'all. I'm for him, not again him. Hey, um, Josh, yeah. boy, what happens tomorrow? I'll, Give me a score. Tony, as much as a Tennessee fan I am, I hate to have her pick against us. I'm going to say Georgia 41, Tennessee 38. Joshy boy, 41, and, uh, 38. I won't, I won't I, live through that, and I, I, I appreciate wanna, you. Yeah. I want to say uh, I'm going to sing, and I'm wishing my good friend Todd a happy birthday. All right, here we go. All right, Titan Spell, this is for you, buddy. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, birthday to, to you. you. Happy birthday to my good Christian friend Todd Happy birthday to you. Nice. And he really put it down on Laura. Thanks, Laura. I appreciate that. I'm I'm not awake. Let's go back to our phones to get our next call in. Live on the deck here at Calhoun's on the River. It's wild out here. Hello. Fellas, it's Big R. Big R, welcome in. Big R, where are you being? Big R, how you doing with the crud, brother? Any better than I am? I had pneumonia, man. Turns out it's pneumonia. So it, it will turn into pneumonia. My, my, my doctor warned me, said if you're not careful, you'll get pneumonia with this. So please be careful. Well, Tony, I'm going to make some kids rich. i got to sing in front of 10,000 people tonight, teenagers, and they may get to see a middle-aged white guy just die on stage. That might, uh, they might get some TikTok clicks out of that, so have their phones ready. But, uh, Interesting. Some of those influencers, especially if you pass in front of a couple of influencers, oh, you'll really make somebody's day in our economy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I, just a couple things that I've been stewing on. Um, one thing, and this is, I don't know if you all touched on this or anything. I mentioned this after the Florida game. I hadn't given this a lot of thought, but I've given it a lot of thought as the season's gone on. So some of this is, uh, Brian, I need you to do some. I'm curious, I'm curious and I'm going to need uh, you to do a little research on this for me. But uh, back in the summer, I was reading an article from back in March where Kirby Smart was championing the uh, new clock rules, saying that it will make the flow of the game better and that um, it, he just thinks it will be so great and it's a nothing, whatever, yada, yada. In my opinion, the new clock rules um, have been rough on Josh Heupel's style of offense, not just here at Tennessee but across the country. While there's still some big games where they run up the score but they're playing nobody, but I think there was a psychological edge when you're standing over there and you've got so much of the game left and you're already down so many points. 
I think the coaches were getting to call plays and they were having fun. I think Danny White should should get a little bit vocally productive because, hey, the blindside block just eliminated Scott Frost and all of those guys. They're not coaching anywhere now. So rule changes can have major changes. If you think about college basketball coaches that never adapted to the three-point line, um, it can have a big impact. And I pray that this is not kryptonite for our coach, uh, but I'd like to see our athletic director get involved in that a little bit. Look at it. Maybe it's nothing, but I think there's something to it. Second thing along that side is I think across the board, I haven't seen as many upsets or magical-type comebacks uh, this season. Can you guys think of any? No, you're exactly right. Well, uh, Colorado was down 31 late in the, or up 31 to nothing in the third Which, quarter how, on I don't Stanford. Even how that be mathematically possible? Mathematically possible to blow that? But yes, I yeah. Remember but that one. but to your point, to your point, in our league this year, and look, all politics are local. But we were talking about this yesterday on the air. The the disparity in these football games is huge and it's made it harder look by conference games decided by one score in 2023 coming into the weekend pack 12 47 percent southeastern conference 29 percent and i think the rules have had a real impact in this league, Bino, the new clock rules. That's an interesting thought, Tony. I, I know we yeah. don't have enough data points to make any type of decision on that yet. Or, But, yeah, it's it's interesting that there's so few, as Big R says, comebacks that come to mind and how this league is, has had all the blowouts. Well, you see the, you know, if you're, if you're a defensive coach like Kirby Smart, and you're concerned about, you know, why not champion something like that? Oh, I would. It seems like a lot of games are just fourth quarters. They're just trying to run the clock out now, the whole quarter almost. And, you know, I think people, you know, look, it's not the NFL. These kids don't have the same skill level. They don't have the ability to do some of the things those guys do. I personally don't like the NFL rules as much as the previous college rules. But to each their own, But I just think across the board, I think this is a change that I wish that they would at least modify a little bit because not even be able to go out of bounds and stop the clock. I just think it ends up being really – you see a lot – well, I think you see more busted plays on offense, and uh, I don't know. I, I don't think it's helped the game. It's helped get more commercials, but I don't think it helped the game. It, this, is, this, is, this is just the latest big R in a sellout in – in a total sellout to television. And there, even if Kirby Smart and and Nick Saban were on the other side of this one, they wouldn't win it. No, because they have to figure out a way to get, keep these games shorter and keep them flowing. I, have they done it? I mean, have they been shorter? Oh, they're shorter, yeah. Yeah, they are. I'll tell you what. I don't know time-wise how much shorter they are, but there's a lot less football being played yeah, in these games. and that's the shame of it. And that is the shame of it. Yeah. Yeah. They've, they've, I, they've I trimmed like the best part of the stake. Yes. I mean, I see that back. What's that for? So much, you close your eyes. My gosh, that thing put me to bed. Uh, Dino. Yes, sir. What kind of miracle? 
and I do need miracles, has happened where the modern-day Hoosiers Jimmy Chipwood has dropped in magically to the University of Tennessee as a basketball. Have you ever seen anything like that? Uh, no, no. Guy out of nowhere, like what in the world is this? No, the kid can really, really play, really play, and you know that's that's an area that Rick Barnes hasn't had very much success in is out of the transfer portal, and uh, th- this kid's just the real deal. Oh, yeah. I mean, it blows my mind how this is even possible. Like, where has this guy been? Like, how? He just does nothing about it. Makes sense. Uh, they didn't know if he's had a mama that didn't want him to play, kept him on the farm, you know. My gosh, though. That's it's pretty incredible. It's it's yeah. going to be, and, and we've got the guy that they'll be talking about. Because here's the thing. I was visiting with uh, uh, Y the other night. He hasn't, been, he hasn't really started to shoot the three ball yet like he can. He's not shooting three ball well. Wait till that comes. How good is this guy going? This guy's going to have some 40-point nights is what uh, he's going to do. Well, and, and some of those threes have been down and out. I mean, those oh, yeah. ought to be. I mean, that guy, that guy's an NBA player for sure. I, no I, doubt about the it. The kids can play too. Uh, and I'll tell you, don't think you're going to go in there and bully them on the, on the inside either. Now, there's a confused guy right there, a Kentucky shirt with a Georgia hat, you know. Now, how do you account for that? Brian, what would you call him? We've seen the Volcats, Brian. What would you call that dude, Brian? A uh, dog cat, I guess. Dog cat. We got a dog cat over there. Right on. That's a uh, oxymoron, a misnomer. I bet he loves Kentucky football and Georgia basketball. No question. That's what that hat is. No question. uh, When the dog barks, does that scare the cat in him? The cat and the dog? (laughs) Hey, uh, R, thank you, brother. Good talking to you. Have a good one, R. He he brings up some interesting points through his pneumonia. Yeah. Hey, um, hey, Maureen, get up here. Tom Maureen to the bandstand. We're going to sing Happy Birthday Cake to Titans Bill now. Hold, I need you to hold the cake up here. Hold the cake high like a trophy. Don't, don't, uh. Let's see. Don't, this is our prop. Tom's coming in here with a brace <sighs> on. Tony's wanting him to hold the cake up over his We're going to have, uh, we're going to celebrate a birthday of one of our special listeners, y'all. And bring the cake up here like a trophy. Hold up. Oh, you got a, you got a brace on your hand. Okay, do it anyway. <laughs> this will add to the. <laughs> it's got a brace on, right, bro? Hold it up like the Stanley Cup. All right, y'all, we're going to sing happy birthday to Titans Bill now. I said a one, two, three. Happy birthday. Come on, South Jersey. Happy birthday to Let's show them how we do it. Happy birthday, dear Titans Bill. Happy birthday to you. A man 70 years old. All right, let's give him one. You ready? I said it's great. I said it's great. Ha ha. He he. I said it's great. Boom. Boom. <laughs> and, and to all the Georgia fans out there, okay, Bill, go have a seat before I throw you out of here. He's yelling, tighten up at me behind me. Good gosh. 
Can you throw a man out of his own birthday party, Bino? If anybody does, it'll be us. Well, one more tighten up and his ass is going to be out of here. <laughs> uh, all right, now, now y'all, we're cutting this cake. I got a carrot cake from Nothing But Bunt Cake. Hey, Bill, can the uh, Georgia fans have some of your cake, too? Georgia fans are welcome. Everybody's welcome. Come on out and get some cake. We're cutting the cake right now. Please don't be shy. I was waiting for that young man to finish out here. Once he finished with his meal, Titleist wrap. Uh, we don't need a lighter. It's too late now. That we, we lost our chance. We'll just pretend like it was lit. Um, I, well, that's a good word. <laughs> Let's go back to the phones. 865-200-5402. I want a path for victory for Tennessee tomorrow. Have you given me one, Bino? I've, I've tried, Tony. I think we're going to play as loose as we've played all year long. We've got absolutely nothing to lose over here. They're the ones carrying all the weight. We're at home where we play well. They're on the road where, you know, they're – they so far they've gone to Auburn and haven't played extremely well. One, yep. but haven't played extremely well. Yep. Um, so that there, there's your path. Most most of what favors us are, are is the spot and things on the outside of the actual game. You know, I can't come up with a matchup on the field to give you, but uh, I, I think Tennessee's going to play well tomorrow. Yep. Come on up, y'all. We got desserts here. We got everything up here. We got all kinds of stuff. I want y'all to eat and enjoy yourselves. And thank you so much for being here at Calhoun's on the River, where we will be next week as well before the Vanderbilt game. So those of you coming into town, and I want to remind you, if you're staying downtown, it is a short walk. You wouldn't believe how walkable it is from downtown Knoxville to get down here and enjoy everything that Calhoun's on the River has for you. Uh, during a game day weekend. It's simply an outstanding choice. It is always an outstanding choice. And it's straight downhill, too. Straight downhill. You may want to get a ride back. Straight downhill. But we're going to come back on the other side. Uh, I'll tell you what, let's get that next call in. Hello and welcome. Hey, Tony. Hey, welcome in. It's Magnum. Hey, babe. You know. Hey, Mag. Um, the as far as Dalton Connect, yeah, they were talking about that last night on ESPN. You know that he's not gotten the threes going yet. He was a great three-point shooter out there at Northern Colorado or whatever. And um, I mean, he he's a guy that the the transfer portal really does good for. You know, a guy that goes to a small school and just improves, you know, gets gets to a different level, outplays the level that he's at. And, you know, now it's now with the minor league system, I mean, he's kind of up in AAA now. Well, how good is the guy when people are bringing him up on a football Friday before the Georgia game, Bino? <laughs> yeah. How good is the guy? Seriously. <laughs> Or, or how much are we avoiding talking about the game tomorrow? Um, <laughs> well, that's true, too. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the truth is the Vols are going to play Syracuse Monday, Bino. Yep. And they're going to be somewhere between a 15 and a 17-point uh, favorite. Did you ever think you'd no. see a day where that could be possible? Absolutely not. No way. <laughs> it's like the afternoon, isn't it? 
it's pretty early in the day. It's um, a three thirty in the afternoon Eastern Time yeah. start. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> and you know, I like your story about being over on New River. Uh, for anybody out there, if if you ever hear of somebody, if you ever hear that that old boy's from over on New River, don't fight him. No, that's good advice. He told you. It's good advice. Get on that pavement. He said that it helped you stay on the damn pavement. <laughs> My buddy had a guy come up to his window, literally, and when he came up, he heard the other guy cock his, and he said, well, he was going to ask him for directions. Yeah. And he went, well, wrong way. I said, what'd you do? He said, I threw that thing in reverse. He said, I threw that thing in reverse, I've never tramped on my pedal as hard as I could in reverse. And there you have it. Mm. <clears throat> but I, half my life ago, I remember that when we played Georgia, it was pretty much a foregone conclusion we were going to beat them. And yep. that seems like twice my life ago, really. Well, what Georgia did is... They went out and recruited so many players that it didn't matter, which is really what they've done this year, too, because this year they took that quarterback and they grew him. And we all knew that that schedule, the only test they were going to have was that Auburn game down there. It's part of what Freddie was talking about. Georgia's just absolutely loaded with football players with very little competition to get them away from, especially with Auburn now. Uh, And and just about everybody in Georgia grew up right there in – in Georgia, you know, Georgia football means more to them than that's that's the reason he felt like it was it was a, a better gold mine than Florida would be. You know who's a really really good yeah. You know who's a really good football coach, guys who doesn't get credit is Hugh Freeze. I think Hugh Freeze is a really good football coach. Orange Throat today had an incredible column or incredible today over at Club Team. And Matt Dixon's Georgia preview is really great. Brian has some picks. I have a few things. But Orange Throat today did his research. Do you realize they've scored more touchdowns in league play than we have? Auburn, Bino. Auburn. Yeah. Coming in. Was that on your Cinco no. card coming into the season, no. Bino? No, it was. No, I, I think well, he's I think an outstanding he's football coach. <clears throat> I like seeing Auburn get better. That they'll Maybe they'll take something away from the other team in the state. They're going to get a lot better before it's over. A lot better. I was wondering who that mixed drink belongs to. It's Kyle. It's Kyle. Hey, see you guys. Have a good weekend. Thank you. Good talking to you. We had a mixed drink sitting there behind us, and I'm like, so, Ann, if you're listening, it's Kyle's. That's dirty, he said. <laughs> 865-200-5402. What an incredible day to be alive and well out here on the deck at Calhoun's on the river. I call this America's Showplace, Bino. You need your – I'll call this America's Showplace, Bino, and why not? I mean, these guys here from South Jersey that are in front of me, they look out here – and they got to say to themselves, this is insane. I mean, look at the scene. Look at the colors. Yeah. And I'll take you back to something Brad, Brad Hedrick told me. People from all around the country 
want to come to these games now. Hey, you got any tickets? Yeah. Hey, can you help me get in? Hey, can you, do you, you know, you have a line in it? This is a bucket list thing, and this is like the Masters of College Football tomorrow, and we get to enjoy this every single time Tennessee plays a home football game. Yes. Now, how blessed are we? Oh, oh, immensely, Tony. I don't, uh, I, uh, you know, I, I've lived here all my life, but I don't, this is one part of living here that I don't think I've ever taken for granted. I, uh, that's, it, it's special. Seven, eight times a year, uh, we're, we're blessed with this opportunity. So. And the truth is, you can make it if you want. All about winning and losing and living that. I'm not going to tell anybody how to yeah. live and think. Yeah. But I'll, I will tell you this. When I, was, when I was younger, that's what I made it about. And as I've gotten older, this is what I've made it about. The fellowship, the seeing the Matt Dixon and his father over yeah. there, the seeing all these family and friends down through the years, my Titleist rep over here, buddy, who's going to shower Anthony with a goodies, he told me, whether he does or not, but it's just great meeting him. Titans Bill's birthday and gathering to celebrate that, the fellowship of this. You can't take that away from us. No. And, and the fact that... Georgia has turned into joyless world domination. Can't take it away, Bino. No, Those Georgia it, people are bored, Bino. No, for for we us, we need to oh, we need to unbore them, Bino. They're bored. For us, it makes it even more special. Those Georgia people are bored, Bino, with all that winning. They're yeah, bored with I mean, it. They don't look bored to me. How many games in a row, Bri? They won. What's the number, Bri? One D. 27. How bored would you be, Bino, if you went eight straight years, uh, three straight years of not losing a game in this league? How boring would that be, Bino? Yeah, I'd be, uh, I'd be, be bored. ecstatically bored. You'd be bored. You'd be on here grading, like I'm sure in their post game, they're grading by the number of points they beat people by and... Well, I remember now, those days. You know, there, there's there's no question. You 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 get to the point where okay. Take some there's only some one thing that's satisfying. So there is that piece to it. Speaking of peace, if you'd like to come up and get a piece of uh, Titans Bill's birthday cake, Leslie's here today. I want to thank her. She's so sweet, yeah. Leslie. I would hug you. I'd come out and hug your lovely there, but I can't. Uh, she's got her guitar with her, her and Tennessee guitar. Tennessee guitar. Wow. Beautiful. Wow. You know. Leslie was so sweet. She brought Bill a real nice present. She's a sweet gal. wonder how in the world she found us. I know, right? <laughs> As we... I'm sure, Bino, somewhere down the line, I'll do something to urinate her off, and she'll say... The uh, heck with that guy. She's been around more than a month. You've already done that. But in the meantime, let's take a brief time out. We come back. We're live at Calhoun's on the River. It's America's Showplace. It is uh, the sports restaurant in America's college sports city. We're live at Calhoun's on the River. More after this. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. 
celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day -day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job and fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Football season is here, and that means tailgating starts now. Come see us at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard and let us help you get your backyard game ready. We are open Monday through Friday from 7 to 7 and on Saturday from 8 to 4. Go Vols! Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. 
I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. If you're coping with a chronic condition or injury, your physician may recommend surgery to relieve pain, increase mobility, or improve your overall health. At Murray Regional Health, physicians on our medical staff perform surgical procedures in an array of specialty areas with the most advanced technology available. When you need surgery, count on our experienced surgical team to deliver exceptional care close to home. For more information, go to murrayregional.com surgery. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. Need a little extra cash for the holidays? From now until Christmas, Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical is giving you a $500 Visa gift card when you buy select new HVAC systems or receive a $250 gift card with a new tankless water heater. And upgrade now with monthly payments as low as $79. Visit happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. I've got our favorite grocer on the line, Mr. Miles Johnson for Foodland. Miles, how you doing today? I'm doing just fine. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fantastic, buddy. Well, let's uh, let's find out what's going on at Foodland and what great savings you guys have for the next two weeks. All righty. Well, we have cooked shank portion ham, $1.49 a pound, sweet potatoes, 39 cents a pound, Mrs. Smith or Edwards pies, $5.99 each, Smithfield spiral sliced ham, $2.49 a pound, Food Club turkey, $1.29 a pound, Coca-Cola 12 packs, two for 11, and Pillsbury pie crust frozen, two for six, and a whole bunch more. All right, people need to come in and check it out. You always have a flyer right there handy at the door for everybody. So, And these sales run again for uh, the next two weeks, correct? Yes, sir. Oh, that's fantastic. So anyways, you guys are located right there on West 7th Street. You're open seven days a week. Your hours are 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. Miles, you and the staff have a great uh, Thanksgiving next weekend. All righty, same to y'all. Thank you, Miles. Have a good day. Bye-bye. You too. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. TB back with you. Bino the great. Bino, we just laugh and have such a great time. We just met a guy, it's a Georgia fan, yeah. who um, lived here for a while and now lives down in Athens. And I think he's back living in our Athens. Oh, is he? Sure oh, our Athens. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure of that. I could I well, he, that. Well, he's out here with his lovely wife, yeah. and he says, like, I listen to you guys all the time. He said, I just, you know. Yeah. He likes to hoot and holler, but Perry. We, we need to unbore him tomorrow because they're bored, Bino. 27 I don't believe, wins I don't in a I'd row. We need to unbore him. I don't believe I'd be bored. We're going to take the edge off of him. He needs a loss. I don't believe I'd be bored. He's winning too much. Look at this guy. Good-looking guy, beautiful wife. I mean, he's 27 wins in a row. He doesn't look bored to me. He looks pretty bored. 
We're going to give him something to rev him up tomorrow. We're going to rev these guys up. <laughs> How are we going to do it, Pino? Give me the path to victory. I, I told you, Tony, that our only path to victory is for them to be them to be somewhat asleep yep. and not play very well on the road. Yep. Uh, give us a game kind of like they played at uh, Missouri last year. Does Joe uh, Milton have one in him? For the ages. One for the ages. Well, he certainly ought to be playing with house money tomorrow because there's – I mean, it's 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 a no lose for us. It should be a, a day when you just relax and have fun and see what you can do. Does, in your opinion, Nico play tomorrow? The Nico handling has been. If you'd have told me earlier in the year, script it. Yeah. This has been the weirdest handling of this guy from this head coach. The only thing that makes, the only thing that explains it, it doesn't make sense. The only thing that explains it is they're trying to preserve his red shirt. Why would That's, you red shirt a generational quarterback? I've got no, I got no idea. I'm just saying Unless the only thing that explains good. it is is that. That's that's the only. Uh, I, I certainly think he should have played last week. How's he not playing toward the end of the game? What did I, I miss? I think he's only going to play in one more game, and I think that's going to be Vandy, unless Joe Milton decides he's not going to play in the bowl game, and then they'll play him in the bowl game and quit pretending does that they the, need red shirt. Does the bowl game count against the red shirt? Do we know? Yes, I think it, does. it does. Yes. Back to the phones we go. I ought to know that, but hello and welcome into our next call. You are on. Your TV show live on a Friday. It's a football Friday at Calhoun's on the River. Yeah. Hey. Uh, hey, welcome I'm, in. I'm Larry Munson's grandson. We're up here in Knoxville, and uh, I just want to say we're going to crush your face with a hobnail boot. Well, I don't know if you're really Larry Munson's <laughs> grandson or not, but I'll tell you this: we used to have Larry on a bunch, and I always treasured him. And I love Larry Munson. If you if you are outside of John Ward, your grandfather was absolutely my favorite yep. SEC announcer. There's just something about that. Ken Squire passed away from NASCAR. There's something about those guys no when they got no. on the microphone. They're fantastic. You didn't have to be a fan of the sport. Mm-mm. You didn't have to be into it. We're out of it. Larry Munson, bow thy head when you say thy name. That's greatness right there behind the microphone. I appreciate it, and we enjoy listening to you when we're in town. Well, thank you, my thank friend. Thank you very much. Great talking to you. I really think he's Larry Munson's grandson. You know? He uh, sounds like him. Freddie got me a tape for Christmas one year mm-hmm. of Larry Munson announcing the game that Jamal Lewis ran all over Georgia. I've, How I've was it? Got, oh, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. We threw the ball to Haynes. We threw the ball to Haynes. Yeah, I remember the Haynes game. <laughs> the Haynes game was the hobnail boot game. That was 2001. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So I've got a story about that because Smoothie King Tom Marine's out in the audience. We were at the game, and we were doing a post-game show down on Cumberland Avenue. The Vols were winning. We ran out of that stadium down, and we heard the crowd murmuring and this, that, and the other. And by the time we got down there, we lost the game. We yeah. were winning. Yeah. And by the time we got down to Cumberland Avenue, we had lost the game. So, anyway. Hey, thank you, my friend. Good talking to you. you and have fun. To, yeah, have fun tomorrow at the ball game. 
865-200, but not, hey, but not too much fun. I was listening to Larry Munson on the headset in 92 down there when all we did was run the football. Yeah. God help us. And he said, they keep paying at those big backs, and they're banging, and they're banging, and they're banging, and running this out of our own house. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, Larry Munson was great because Mark Schleybaugh, who's now at ESPN, started down there in Athens. And he would bring Schleyball on with him on that pregame show, yeah. and he would go, we're going to go to Mark Schleybach. Schleybach. Hey, Schleybach. <laughs> I said, Mark, are you going to tell him how to say your name? And he goes, Tony. He's Larry, Larry Munson. Munson. <laughs> I'm not going to tell Larry Munson how to say my name. He's Larry Munson. Oh, what a treasure. What a treasure he was. Um, cool, cool older guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. You don't mess with that. No. I, no. I hope to live long enough to be one of those people. Larry Munson, okay? Um, Johnny Majors. Back in the days of answering machines, 25 years ago, left a message on our answering machine at our old house. I said, Laura, I give up. Why are you not going to uh, erase the days of tape? Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, and they had the absolutely. tape in the answering machine. She would sit there and play, play that thing over and over again. Hey, Basilio, this is Coach Majors, blah, 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 you know, the whole thing. Yeah. And Tony Basilio, give me a call. And she was like, do you understand that Johnny Majors called our answering machine? And she would sit there yeah. and listen back to that and go, listen to how cool that guy sounds. Yeah. Yep. Peggy said earlier in the week about John Ward. Oh. She was waiting tables up in, the, up in the it. hinterlands. Mm -hmm. And John Ward and his wife came in. Yeah. And he ordered something, and John had that way of speaking. Are you John Ward? Why, yes, little lady, I am. <laughs> but I know a lot of our fan base, Bino, they get mad at Larry Munson for that hobnail boot call. You and I never shared that. No. It never bothered me. I want Homer announcers. If I, you, if I could change one thing about our era. It would be that home team announcers become home team announcers yes, again. Absolutely. absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Why would you act when you're on a home team radio like you're impartial? Scream and yell and call those other people names on the other sidelines. Why not? Matter of fact, if you're if you're a home announcer yeah. in the SEC, a home radio announcer and you're not a homer, they should fire your ass. I agree with that. Let's go back to the phones and get our next call in as we're live today at Calhoun's on the River. How my friends and compatriots doing today? W. What Lynn? about it, W. Lynn? Larry Munson never bothered you, did he, Lynn? No, when I was uh, working for the great uh, Bud Ford and the late great Haywood Harris, I sat in the opposing team's a press box in Thompson Bowling. If you remember, there was John Ward in one, Cambers in the middle. I was in the other one. I got to know Larry Munson, Eli Gold, Kay Wood Letford, um, and they were all treasures, you know. Uh, and Larry was always real nice to me. All of them were, you know. Yep. So at a basketball game, I was, you know, Bud would call up the stats. This is 85 to 95 before computers. And I'd give it to 
you know, Larry Monson. And so the great. Thing, the only, I mean, he, and I love a man who, when Lindsey Scott was running that touchdown in their 1980-week uh, national title year, he fell out of his chair making the call. Do you remember that? I, I do. I do. And that's the thing where he yelled, run, Lindsey, run? Yeah. Run, yeah, Lindsey, run? you got to love that, man. you got to love it. I still and, uh, listen to that about once a year. Do you really? Yeah. Yeah, the <laughs> aftermath. Him and John Ward, without a doubt, are two guys that can make you feel. If you could say, make me feel the energy of college football, both of those oh, guys yeah. did it. Didn't Larry say, boy, there's going to be some property damage tonight? <laughs> I tell you guys, I would get to Neyland Stadium early and Thompson Bowling just to go sit and talk to John Ward, and he was as nice there you as go. be. Absolute so treasure. Use my stats and all that stuff. It, it, it was a. And speaking of answering machines, I had Coach Majors on mine and wouldn't erase it either. <laughs> there you go. Couple, Don't erase it. A couple of times, Coach called and. My late wife, Ellen, answered and got to talk to him. And, you know, she was all fired up about it. I mean, it's Coach Major's calling over here, you know. Uh, so I understand that, you know. It's My favorite part, classic. W. Lynn, of that run, Lindsey run, was when uh, was when Larry Munson said, I gave up. You did too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One thing I'd like to point out historically, guys, it's a – it's nice that we now have meaningful games in November. Now, we lost one last week, but that's a price you pay. Uh, Bino and I, when we grew up, it's starting in, seven, in 56 through 92, and that's before Bino and I. We played Larry Moe and Curly Joe, which is one of my friends, you know, Tony, nicknamed them that, Ole Miss, Kentucky, and Vandy every year. No, it was unbelievable. November just was so anticlimactic back then. It was and, so you anticlimactic. Know, I went back and looked from 73 to 84. We lost to one of those three every year but one, which was also frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> you know, major, majors used to say they remember what you do in November. I'm like, I wonder why you coined that. You're playing nobody in November, Coach. <laughs> of course you want them to remember that. <laughs> hey, don't remember October. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and 79. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Hey, guys, Bino, give these Georgia fans a lesson with W. Lynn on here. Give, give the Georgia fans a lesson, Bino, on how you view their program. No. Go ahead, Bino. No, go ahead, Bino. No, Come on. used to view their program. They're too <laughs> Do it, Bino. No, they're too good now. Bino, they still don't play anybody. No. What do you mean they're too nobody, good now? Nobody beats them. They play Bino, them at the end of the year now. They don't play anybody. They haven't played anybody all year. You're going to lose. Don't. Come on. Tell them. No, I'm not going to do it. What? (laughs) Tell them, them, W. Lim. Tell them. They never played Alabama, Tennessee, and LSU ever. They never played them way back in the 60s, 70s, and early 80s. And those were the three top teams along with Georgia being the fourth. And they never played the top three, LSU, Tennessee, and Alabama. Now, Ben the, was right. They, 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 they've moved up. but uh, The Vince Dooley years were a hollow. They have a hollow history. They're, they are yes. they border they border almost the uh, University of Florida, you know, when you look at their history. Uh, well, I mean, Vince Dooley was a fantastic football coach, but he, he did benefit from a schedule that was much easier 
than what the other top teams in the league were playing because Florida wasn't any good at that time. Uh, Auburn was the only team that they played on an annual basis that, that was any good at that now, time. His, his son's a freaking goofball, too. But I will say this. That place where they play football down there at Sanford Stadium is a beautiful oh, place yeah. to see a game. Absolutely. Now, that's a beautiful place to see now, a game. It's, sometimes it's a rough crowd. Oh, they're a rough crowd now. When they're, when they're winning big. Oh. In 88, I walked up to a guy after the 88 game, Bino, and I said, congratulations. I'm just being a nice, you know, I'm a kid. I have a yeah. Randall Cunningham jersey on at the game. You know, he said to me, F you, get away from me. <laughs> I was like, Wow. Yeah, we went down there in 81, and there was no tickets outside the stadium. So we kept going to gatekeepers and giving and offering them a $20 bill. Finally, one guy took it, and there was about six of us. So five of us gave the guy 20 The last man he told us later just gave him one because the guy wasn't, wasn't looking. He gave him a $1 bill. I, I, I never saw Tennessee lose when I went to Athens. Nice. I was pretty fortunate. Started going in the early 90s, and... Never saw Tennessee lose down there, but uh, my favorite story down there was I had a guy behind me. It was the Heath Shuler year. Great football game. Absolutely great yeah. football game. Guy barked in my ear for three and a half hours. Barked in my ear. And finally, Shuler got a first down that salted the game away, and the guy says, that's all right, I'm an Alabama fan. And I turned around and said, I wish you'd realize that before you barked my damn ear for about three and a half hours. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, those, those losses are hard to take when you're on the road. I mean, I, we tried to learn just get back to where we're going and don't try to engage in conversation. He barked in your ear, Bino, for three and a half hours, and he said he was an Alabama fan. Yeah, yeah, what's the game was that? Well, W. Lynn, you're my man. That made it worse, Bino. Yeah, that was even worse. You're my man, W. Lynn. Much love to you. Great show, guys. Let's get our next call in. Hello and welcome. Hey, Tony. Hey, Bino. Hey, Freddie. Jack. Freddie, I need you to speak up, buddy. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. We can, Freddie. Hey, Tony, that's what a lot of people tell you, not just Georgia fans. Uh, yeah, that's true. Especially people <laughs> like you at 3 o'clock in the morning when I no, take I'm one more phone call. Days, that what night I that? took one more phone call at 2.45 and you launched on me and you, you left both feet. And launched on me and cheap shot at me at 2.45 a.m., Freddie. Targeting. targeting. All there targeting. <laughs> and it's all about going after Tony, too. You're a clown. Hey, I was the last caller. I wanted the show to go out with a bang. Well. <laughs> Did he suspend you for the next show? That guy's uh, Kelly Green shirt. I just can't get over that dude, man. Yeah. <laughs> no. Look at Todd I Kelly. Know. God, it's good. Know, is that Pluto show out there? Is what? Is the Pinto still out there on the Tennessee River? No, the, yeah. Pinto, the Pinto is gone now. Uh, Freddie Jack? No more Pinto. Hey, see you guys. Have a great visit. Nice meeting you guys. The Pinto. I, was, I always wondered what happened to my light green one from back in the day. I thought they might have restored it or something. This guy's wearing it. <laughs> I, had the, I had a light green Pinto with the gas tank, Tony. Did you? Did you uh, really? Did you draw the? Did you draw the target on it like my cousin Bobby did? It was uh, widely known that that was the, the gas tank explosion. But hey, that's all I had to drive. Well, you had that. My sister owned a Corvair. 
Bobby owned that you drove a Corvair, yes, right, sir. Pino? Learned to drive straight shift on a Corvair. Ralph Nader specials. And I had I had an old Impala that you punch uh, you punch the gas and you die and you in the middle of the road. So when you pulled out, you didn't know if you was going to make it or not. <laughs> that that Corvair I had had some kind of little short in the radio, but you could kind of press the accelerator and it'd come back. <laughs> I'd spend take a gas listening to a ball game. How great, Bino, where were the engines in those cars in the 70s? You could tell these kids now, these muscle cars, yeah. you just touch the gas. Oh, and it's like being in a top a fuel funny car. A 442? How old were you? Uh, well, I mean... That's a lot of a car for a kid. No, I, I, I never I never used it the way you could use it. Freddie did. I never did. Hey, Tony, I was... Uh, you were talking about that Jamal Lewis game. That's the best game I've ever been to. Uh, when he ran all over Georgia and, and Jim Donning got mad after the game. Nothing better than that. You know, I wish we could bring old Jim Donnan back for the Georgia fans. Ooh, I liked too. him a lot better back then. Me too. A lot better back then. <laughs> Kirby Dumb is really getting on my last nerve at this point. Yeah, they got it rolling. I mean, you know, when you get when you got the best players, I mean, you still got to coach them up, but it makes a big difference. No doubt about it. And I know what it's like to have the best players because I got a guy next to me. He's an absolute star stud and stallion.